Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and uh, we are taking a look at the Star Wars Andor trailer, which just dropped uh, not too long ago. It was, uh, what was this, four days ago as of this recording, and uh, the show launches on Disney Plus September 21st, and we're all really excited for that. Uh, but let's take a look at this, uh, this brand new trailer for Andor with our co-host, Blake. Let's get into it. I gotta say that uh, 
that sound design is amazing. Like w- w- the the music, With the music, the sound effect. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, uh, including the the um, the alarm, like the the the, the alarm that happens at the very end. You know, it's it's kind of uh, symbolic of the original Rogue One trailer. And we just took a look at all those trailers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I I could definitely see them trying to do some callbacks to Rogue One, trying to get everyone, <laughs> yeah. you know, refamiliarized, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, man, it doesn't feel like it, but it has been a hot minute since that movie came out. Yeah, it's been. Uh, what has it been now? Uh, like what? Six years? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen was it? Yeah. So seven. Yeah, six years. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a. It's Isn't been a crazy? little bit. It's crazy, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't doesn't feel like it at all yeah because <laughs> they still still say what's your favorite you know disney star wars movie i'm saying rogue one yeah you know uh, it's been it's still ben's favorite star wars movies rogue one and uh you know i've met a, i've met a few people who rogue one is actually their favorite star wars movie uh included so. like of the entire saga you're talking yeah like the entire star oh, wars really? saga is their favorite star wars movie yeah so uh you know andor is just one of those one of those it's a prequel show uh to that film and um from uh, from what the director has said, the second season is gonna just lead kind of straight into Rogue One, uh, into that opening scene, which is gonna be really sweet. Now I don't really know what opening scene is talking about because uh, the opening scene is technically a flashback way earlier than when this when that movie and this show take place. Uh, so I mm-hmm. assume that he's probably talking about the scene where Cassian Andor has to shoot that guy uh, in the gut, you know, the spy, the the dude who's yeah, got in the Rogue information. One. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. And yes. then he ditches him and climbs over that wall. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I assume he's talking about that scene. The on the ring of Catherine uh, is where that that location is. Uh, so that's oh, going to wow. be really so, really cool. So you think this series is going to go right up into like that part? It's going to maybe explain more of what's happening in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this this show, um, I believe, he uh, is it takes place five. I want to say five years um, uh, before Rogue One. And uh, the second season, uh, there's a bit of a time jump. And then the second season is going to kind of lead into into Rogue One directly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it looks like that was the same Rebel base as Rogue One. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, you know what? Let's, um, let's pull it up um, and just kind of go through shot by shot. Because, uh, you know, going through this thing, uh, there's a lot of, like, little cool... Uh, little cool pieces here and there, which I'd love to bring up. Um, let me just hold on a second here. Uh, what What's the one thing that you noticed, like about that whole trailer? No, oh, anything stick I out? I noticed a bunch of stuff. Um, well, the first thing you bring up because we were just talking about him is Saw Gerrera, because I know. Oh yeah. You had already seen the trailer when we did the Saw Gerrera uh, breakdown, but I hadn't watched this trailer yet because I was saving it for this. That was my first watch. Oh, first awesome! So every, everything is fresh. Everything's fresh. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that was cool. We actually saw Saw Gerrera, and I'm wondering, it, was, it obviously was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, obviously Forrest Whitaker. Um, you know, and I don't. Yeah, I think that's just him. I don't think they de-aged him or anything. I just uh, clicked on the the scene here. It said one minute thirteen seconds. And uh, he's we, got a scar on his face. Is that new? That's uh, that I think showed up around the time of the Bad Batch, if I'm not mistaken. So. I think it must have happened in the late part of the Clone Wars. Okay. I'm pulling up his character from Rogue One. And I do not see a scar on his face. 
So this might be a retcon. Really? Or it's far more subtle, possibly. Okay, I'm just looking at a picture of him from the Bad Batch, and he's got a scar over his... So if you're looking at him, it's uh, across his his right cheek and over his left eye and cutting through his eyebrow mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, in Rogue One, he does have a scar there, it looks like, but it's, it's a lot more... Okay, yeah. uh, it's so way more subtle. It's way Yeah, I think it's because his wrinkles are kind of... His skin's a lot looser, right? Um, in Clone Wars, he does also have a scar, but it's only above his eyebrow and not on the cheek side. Yeah, it's more of an Anakin scar. And yeah, and in Rebels, he also has a scar there, but due to the art style, it's not as apparent. Uh, but there is there is a scar that's um, on his face okay, there yeah. in Rebels. So. so they've just made it way more prominent. So it must be. Mm -hmm more fresh i guess i guess so yeah um i guess maybe it's just an added to version of the one that he had in clone wars a small retcon yeah. if any maybe i mean not to say that it's two scars that maybe just can join at the nose or whatever like that's also possible um yeah i would say this this new scar is more accurate to what we saw in rebels right yeah, so the Bad Batch, if you look up Saw Gerrera Bad Batch, uh, the scar that goes across his cheek and then across his eyebrow looks cl most close to this in the animated forms. Uh, and then I'm, I'm assuming Rebels, uh, his Rebels appearance probably comes after the events of Andor, so uh, that's going to oh, be... Yes. All right, so yeah, let's... Yeah, the scar is um, way more apparent in Bad Batch. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with the opening here because um, you know this is this is a well, we start in a beautiful location just like on the grassy mountainside of, of some some place. Um, and I was wondering if that's the planet that Ray hides, not Ray, that <laughs> uh, Jin hides on, and her her parents have a little homestead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's also a slight chance that it could be. Uh, the native home uh, to Cassian Endor as well. Because uh, I see some small mm -hmm. people walking on the hillside, and I don't believe that they are... Uh... Oh, yeah, there's a close-up of them in the next shot. There's a close-up of them. There's a, a blonde woman with a staff and a, a small kid in a poncho. And that does have the same hair color as Cassian. Yeah, and it's possible that could be a younger version of him. Uh, maybe where this show starts off could be a, a very much a flashback sequence similar to um, Jin's uh, young childhood flashback sequence in Rogue One. Uh, maybe what we're looking at here is Cassian Andor's kind of origin story. Uh, we see TIE fighters flying in the background in the far distance there, approaching the mountainside. And then the following shot is... Uh, Man, that machine gun looks insane. That looks like okay. What do you what do you think of that machine gun? <laughs> that looks like an AK forty seven, doesn't it? It is. It, yeah, it looks just like an AK forty seven. That doesn't look like Star Wars at all. Yeah, it was, it was one one of those things that just stuck out to me a lot. I was like, dang, it's like they just picked like that off that. the rack. You don't like yeah, it at they all? Just painted it black. No, because that's that doesn't look like Star Wars. That just looks like uh, any modern action movie. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Half expecting mach machete to, to drop out of the trees or whatever. Um, yeah, Star Wars guns are always boxy and clunky. <laughs> yeah. Or, or blasters, I should say. Something about these huts is uh, they're very, very primitive looking. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like the, the culture that 
exists here. Um, you know, I don't imagine they, like, they, uh, ha- like, they don't have a lot of tech, you know, a lot of technology. Yeah, like the Mandalorian fishery, when they're all fishing for shrimp. Exactly, yeah, which makes me wonder whether or not the gun he's holding is actually uh, a laser gun or not. You know, whether or not it fires uh, plasma. Blaster bolts. Blaster bolts, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. You think it might be a projectile weapon? Yeah, I'm thinking it, might, it could be uh, could be slugs, similar to how the Tuscan Raiders like have those cycler rifles. Mm-hmm. They shoot slugs as well. Um, following time shot. Time will tell. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. Uh, following shot. We got a girl with some big metal contraption thing. I can't really tell what that is. Can you? It looks like a. I think it's a speeder bike of some sort. Yeah, it looks like there's some handlebars. At least by there. the handles. Right. Looking up at something, probably the TIE Fighters. No, it's the next scene. She's looking at the Star oh, Destroyer. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah so behind that's, the... That's a cool shot. The Star Destroyer flying Ooh, in atmosphere. Yeah. That, is, that is really Moving cool. Moving really fast. It is how massive fast. that thing is. Yeah. I guess it's using sublight engines just fully across the atmosphere like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty it reminds insane. me a bit of a fan film I think I saw once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's also uh, being escorted by some Tie Fighters that look like tiny little specks uh, in scale. That that is one beautiful, beautiful shot. <laughs> okay, uh, we get the uh, the the Chrome Star Wars logo, um, and uh, then look at this. We get a shot of uh, what looks like the a mining facility. Yeah, you know, it looks like a mining facility. I don't know if it's Kessel, just because the atmosphere is not yellow, but. Um, it does look like there's something pouring out of the look. Is that must be dirt or something like that? That looks like it's like brown rivers of it just flowing down. So, I mean, these... it could be spice, man. Yeah, could be spice. Definitely could be spice. Maybe a different form of spice on that planet. Uh, there's a high chance that this is, in fact, the same planet because of uh, the um, the apparel that this character with the yellow shirt is wearing just kind of resembles. Maybe that of what uh, someone in that little village uh, might be wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you see, there's, there's a mining digger down there, so it's definitely a mine. Right. Following shot, we get this. What is it like a tunnel, like a, a climb, a shaft of some kind with uh, uh, that same character in the yellow shirt climbing into a very gray-like person with a staff or something. No staff. Yeah. Don't really know what to think of that one, but um, this all must be on the same location. And then the infamous Senate. Yes, the Imperial Senate, <laughs> which has now been newly renovated after Yoda and Sidious's duel. Uh, in it's the funny chamber. how they renovated it to be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the only thing different about it is the floor has a giant Imperial, Imperial logo, logo on it now. Yeah. Did the old floor have a, a Republic logo? I can't remember, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I can't remember. I guess it would be in the Revenge of the, the Sith shot when they come out of the floor. Uh, I'm going to have to look back at that and find out. But um, no, it definitely looks like... Uh, uh, I got it open. No, there is no um, symbol down there. It's just like a kind of a generic looking floor pattern. Gotcha. Okay, so this is definitely part of the new... The new reformed look, I guess. And it does not look like um, Senate's in session. Uh, there's a lot of empty seats, at least just from 
what I'm looking at, unless maybe the people are just so small that he can't see them. But it doesn't look like anyone's sitting in those seats. Does it to you? And then just the one, uh, we want to call it hover chair floating around. Yeah, there's a spotlight Senate on the one. Pod. The Senate, yeah, the flying little pod. Yeah, it's got a spotlight on it, and it doesn't look like anyone's in it, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, it just looks like chairs, two empty chairs. The emperor is not standing in his little platform either in the center. <laughs> his uh, his shell. His shell, yeah. Yeah. The taco. <laughs> <laughs> the chancellor's taco. Yeah, the ch- <laughs> it does look like a taco now that you pointed out. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if this following shot is connected or not. Because it, it looks like yeah. uh, the guy who has the white suit in um a new hope who's on the death star he's isb isn't he isn't he the chief of the isb uh in the white suit yeah um i think he's uh he is isb that's actually admiral ularin uh who's become uh uh, an isb you know higher up agent at that point in time um and it's worth noting i do recognize the face of the actor playing this guy and i can't quite pin the name of him uh but i've seen him before in something. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't recognize him. Definitely seen him before. I can't. I can't quite pin it. But uh, anyway, he does. You can figure out his rank. He's got four, four five uh, blue blue squares. Five blue squares. Okay, so uh, that is uh, okay. On the reference I found, I. Actually, uh, it doesn't doesn't say. Oh, a uh, naval, possibly a naval admiral, or a security yeah, system major. Okay, because six is lieutenant. Yeah, according to the Wikipedia, he is a security major or a stormtrooper major, I guess. So uh, just an well, upper, upper this class one, officer. It says, if it's a new hope, it's a commander. So it could be IT, could be part of the Navy. Not sure. Yeah. I wonder what part he has to play. But I guess they changed it after a new hope. So this, this one might not be accurate. You got uh, a shot of some Imperial officers taking a drink from a world-class thermos. <laughs> 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 and uh, it looks like they could be aboard the Star Destroyer that maybe entered the atmosphere for that planet. Um, it's possible maybe all this is Yeah, that's connected. very Star Destroyer-ish. Yeah, the hexagonal doorway. You know, that's that's very Star Destroyer-ish. The low ceiling. And then we get a shot of a kid in some boots, probably one of the uh, the natives from that planet that we saw. Yellow shirt. It's the same kid that was in the mine. That's right. This must be a, a what I suspect to be a maybe a young Cassian Andor. Yeah, I think that seems pretty likely. If he's on this much of an adventure, it seems likely that this is him. When yeah. He's younger. And it looks like he's snuck into an Imperial facility or a ship or maybe even a base. Uh, maybe I would imagine that it's actually the Empire's mining facility that he sneaks into. Um, 
and uh, it lines up with, uh, I got the closed captions on, and it says it lines up with a quote that you hear him say at some point in the show, uh, and it reads, uh, they can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. And uh, it's really, really cool because the following shot is actually him dressed as an Imperial officer uh, lined up, you know, in duty, uh, ready to do something. Uh, so this person in the yellow shirt must be him. And uh, it must be him kind of from a, you know, a younger age. Uh, possibly the Empire takes over his world. He gets uh, inducted into the Empire's uh, naval resources or something. Goes to the Academy, you know, much like so someone think... like... Luke might. So you think he signed up? He actually trained as an Imperial. I think what we're looking at is potentially the story of Luke Skywalker if he'd gone to the Empire and still became a good guy. You know, because because Cassian Andor is a good guy. He just doesn't, you know, he doesn't know the ways of the Force. But he joins. It looks like he joins the Empire, and then defects, much yeah. like Wedge Antilles or or. Uh, I think there's a, a lot of the Rebels were uh, people who. who defected from the Imperials. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, and in the, in the Star they, Wars Rebels show, we see that happen a lot. There's a lot of people that end up joining the Rebellion because of what Hera and the uh, the crew of the Ghost uh, does for, for those people. And whether they're Imperials or not, I mean, uh, you know, even Agent Callus. <laughs> yeah, even Callus, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because I think a lot of Imperials, they're, they're on the ground, so they actually see a lot of the cruelty as inflicted on, on yeah. the civilians. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, their dark times. So, and... But it is possible that uh, he is just in uniform disguised as well mm -hmm. in this shot. Yeah, that's that's also a possibility because he is a spy. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe that is the case. But uh, I don't know. A guy like Cassian Andor, I can definitely see him working for the Empire and then uh, defecting. Because later on in the trailer, we, we get the hint that that's actually happening when an older man approaches him asking him to, you know, if he wants to do something real with his life. Mm. So that's uh, true. It's like, I f I'm getting some uh, kind of like Jason Bourne feelings from this so far. I think absolutely. Yeah. The intensity think, is, uh, is amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I hope they essentially make him into like a really serious kind of serious spy. Yeah. Know, people, like the, maybe like the modern day bond movies. Right. Right. Something like that would be cool. From the creators of Rogue One. Uh, and a character named Luthen says, Cassian Ander. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. And uh, there's a really interesting shot. I think those are clones in the yeah, background. Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, really interesting shot of uh, clone troopers. You know, marching yeah, through... Those are phase two clones. They are. Um, and they did show up in the first Andor sizzle reel, like the teaser. That's so right, yeah. There's a, there's a slight chance that maybe what we're going to see with a young Cassian Andor is that flashback will take place really closely to um, the Bad Batch. And it makes me think maybe in Bad Batch season two, we could even have a crossover there, I mean, I know we've seen a young, a younger Fennec Shand in in uh, um, from Book of Boba uh, and Mandalorian. You know, they they threw here Dave Dave Filoni, uh, you know, throw her uh, threw her in in Bad Batch, and 
mm-hmm. it, was, it was quite successful. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they, they threw like a young uh, and or in, uh, in with a bad batch crossover kind of thing. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, I can see that because then you're just hitting multiple audiences too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kind of tying the universe together a bit more. Um, so this is actually making me think now with these clones, if you know, flashback or if there's time jump or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, we might actually get to see more of the transition from the clone troopers into the stormtroopers. Yeah, very that's likely. Actually, yeah, that's a big transition in the Empire because. They basically just let all the clones go by the yeah. end of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, from I'm Kenobi, not sh- I'm not sure how long. I mean, they, the storm, the clones actually wear stormtrooper armor. If they just get let go before that even happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kenobi takes place square in the middle between Episode three and four, and that's ten years after Episode three, nine years or so before Episode four, and we see a five hundred first clone trooper on the city streets of that Narshada looking city planet, uh, who is pretty much homeless and he tosses him a credit or two. And, and yeah. you know, it's clear that the clones have not been active for a while. Right. And, uh, the bad batch takes place maybe, uh, well, it, I mean, season one started off right off the, out of the gate, you know, overlapping with clone wars and revenge of the Sith and then moving forward from there. So, you know, I suspect by the end of the Bad Batch show, and we've already seen like the the story threads in season one for uh, for uh, wanting to phase out the clones in favor of uh, volunteers, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting that we'll 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 see the transition a lot more closely in that show, um, but the fact that these these flashbacks take place in the same time frame um, is quite fascinating. You know, this what we're looking at here with the clones marching into this kind of innocent town full of people uh, on a planet that's very primitive and probably far away from the core worlds uh, is probably a planet that no one cared to take over in the Clone Wars. But now the Empire mm-hmm. is everywhere, right? So they're sending yeah, they're just, reinforcements left yeah. and right, just trying to spread as wide as possible. And as we saw in Rebels, they'll show up and they'll make a deal with some leader uh, to basically just pay him off and then they'll show up and just start harvesting all the planet's resources. Yeah. Like Lothal, just, right? Just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Just strip the planet and then just leave the people like they're just totally. stranded essentially. Totally. Yeah. We saw it happen with Lothal. That was a big story arc in Star Wars Rebels. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, this is exactly what looks like maybe happening to this planet as well, wherever it is. Uh, Empire comes mine, in, right? Yeah, Empire comes in, starts building up a giant mine, digging holes in their planet, and you know, a young Cassian Andor finds his way into a Imperial base of some kind. Then, I guess maybe gets caught or maybe gets uh, uh, taken, and maybe maybe he volunteers. I don't know, and uh, decides to uh, work with this gargantuan force of an army. Uh, we get a cool shot of uh, the Death Troopers. They make their return. And uh, a woman who's uh, Man, looks to isn't be an that officer. weird? Shot to shot, going from clone troopers to death troopers. It is kind of trippy, yeah. Because and and you can see in the background over that death trooper's shoulder, there is a stormtrooper back there. So this is a scene that kind of takes place further on. But, yeah, but yeah, it is kind of weird. It's kind of you know cut cut like this in a trailer where nothing's supposed to really give anything away. It, it is it is tricky, but you know. 
uh, very cool to see. And uh, okay, we got a following shot of uh, a woman who who's being arrested in the city streets of, of some kind, uh, and it looks and like there's looks like a local police officer or something behind behind her. Yeah, or maybe a bounty hunter. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Could be could be ISB, an ISB agent. Uh, we get a shot of a uh, what looks like a junk world uh, with a is that ship a being disassembled. Yeah, I wonder if that if that's a the corner of like a, a republic, like uh, yeah, definitely Benedictor class star destroyer. Definitely could be. Uh, we've seen we've seen uh, what's happened to those ships in Jedi Fallen Order as well as the Bad Batch, uh, with a planet called Braca, and uh, planets kind of it's like a a graveyard for ships you know they just kind of uh get sent there to be dismantled and and recycled or turned into scrap metal kind of thing uh so what we're looking at is kind of the side or a giant piece of ship just being hauled right off and then we get the quote what i'm asking is this wouldn't you rather give it all to something real and we get a shot of cassian andor looking over that graveyard of ships on the same planet with a bag over his shoulder, starts walking towards camera past a metal worker who's sawing something off. So, it, you know, I think you're right in that sense. You know, it must be, it must be some sort of old Republic ship or something like that. Yeah. That's what my guess is. I recognize the, uh, the older gentleman who looks like he's talking to Cassian. Isn't he from Rogue One? Uh, you know, I don't think he's not showed up before in Star Wars, um, but he plays um, Bill Turner in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't recognize him without a bunch of barnacles on his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he's he's actually um, uh, still in Skarsgård. He's been in, in a number of uh, very, uh, you know, very big, big titles. Uh, he also played yeah. the, the, the crazy doctor in, in Thor, uh, the astronomer guy, uh, oh, yeah. Dr. Selvig, Dr. Selvig. Uh, he was also, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. He bootstrap bill in uh, dead man's chest and at world's end. Um, he was in, Yeah, he's been in a few things. True Noble, the TV show that came out in 2019, he was in that as well. So yeah, the guy's been around. Just a familiar British face, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and Dune, of course. He was the Baron in Dune. Oh, shoot. That's right. Yeah. So so that's where we recognize him from. So it looks like he's coming to the Star Wars universe. And yeah, he's a very intense guy. Anytime the, guy, the actor delivers lines, it's like... Dang. He looks like such a rebel, though. Like yeah, a rebel he leader. He does, like, yeah. He just, he just blends in so well. Yeah, he really, he really fits the part. We get a close-up shot of Cassian Andor looking out what looks like a windshield in a ship. Streaming September 21st. Okay, what are there? Okay, so, so um, Scarred Guard's character, uh, Luthen, I think his name is, uh, walks down the landing ramp of a ship and if we look at the next shot, what do you think that ship looks like? Uh, it looks like it's Carillion made, like some sort of uh, 
inspired by the Falcon kind of ship, right? Okay, you know what it looks like to me? It looks so much like the Rogue Shadow from Force Unleashed. Okay. Yeah. Like, look up a picture of Which the Rogue Shadow. Which was like, I remember it. Yeah, it's a basically a TIE fighter that's been turned into a cargo ship. Yeah, it looks almost identical, man. Like, it's, uh, it's almost one for one. It's kind of Rogue nuts. Shadow has like that one massive panel on the side, right? The, it's got okay. The, the Rogue, yeah, it's got one on the one side and then two on the other side, so it, it's not like completely identical. But just where mm-hmm. the cockpit's situated, and then what looks like a wing thing on one side, then I don't know what's on the other side, but it looks very, very close. And it also looks like a weird, um, I don't know. It it does have some imperial vibes that it's given me, but I could totally see it being a Corellian ship of some kind as well. I'm just judging that based on the, like the cockpit design. Yeah. It's pretty cool though. I really like this design a lot. It's a sweet looking ship. Yeah. And then he and fl- I think we might see it a little later on flying. It's, it was hard to tell if it was exactly the same ship or not. Right. So it looks like he flips up his hood. Then we get a aerial view of uh, of some farmland. And uh, yeah, we... okay. I just I just jumped ahead. It's got to be the same ship. You can see it at one minute forty three seconds. Gotcha. Yeah, it is the same ship. Yeah, you're right. It's got uh, turbo lasers that pop out of the top there. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Luthen, all I need, all, I need all the heroes I can get. We get an aerial shot of some farmland, and then we get uh, what's his face from Rogue One? He's one of the partisans. Uh, he's the the guy that sounds like Dorji cool. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you do that really well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, and it looks like he's got a cycler rifle of some sort. Yeah. He's the guy that's all masked up in that triangle mask. The, the yeah. Rifle. Yeah. And then it looks like we got Another a cool, cool alien down. design. Yeah. Looks like there's an X-Wing down there in the pit. Um, and it's very uh, likely that this is kind of a... Uh, this is probably Saw Gerrera's base at the time. Or Saw Gerrera and his, his boys are all showing yeah. up at the rebel base. Yeah. Yeah, that's also possible. Uh, we get a shot of... Uh, Black of, X-Wings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That must be what Saw Gerrera has been using for his rebel cell. Uh, black yeah, like sense. black like Saw's heart, am I right? <laughs> uh, we get a shot of a bunch of what I assume is Saw's partisans raising their guns at somebody. And it looks like it's, it's Bill uh, Turner. Yeah, it looks like it's Bill Turner over there in the corner. Lurking I guess he goes shadows. by Luthen. Yeah, Luthen, yeah. And... Uh, Saw Guerrero replies to him, let's call it. Bo call it. He says, let's call it. The suspense. Bo call it. Let's call it. He's uh, so intense, man, all the time. He is. Oh, then they got the mud trooper suits that they made solo wear. Except these ones are black. Yeah, the mud trooper suits. Yeah, for the, the mud skirmishes. Um, looks like they're Mutters. ready for a riot in the streets. 
and someone, some citizen just freaking charges right into them. Some bald guy in a hoodie. Yeah, things are heating up. Okay, these are pretty sweet. Um, these so look like Imperial Lat gunships. Yeah, as you say, they look like laddies, but they've been uh, like the next generation. Yeah, they're so cool looking. They look just Imperial dropship style, you know, with a massive turret on the front. Um, I think we've seen these in the previous trailer. Am I mistaken? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did see them in the previous trailer. Um, okay, I thought so. We uh, we have a quote that comes up on screen from a character by the name of Sergeant Linus Mosk. And he says, there is fermenting out there, sir. <laughs> and uh, it looks like we get a shot of somebody, a new cast member by the looks of it. Kind of gives me some Galen or, um, Merrick, uh, you know, Force Unleashed vibes. Sam Witwer. Um, it it kind of gives me those kind of vibes, but it's definitely, it's, it can't be him. Otherwise, they'll just use Sam Whitmer. Looks like an Imperial officer, yeah, or a spy, see what you mean, or something. Though. Though. Yeah, it's the a, eyes. He's got the, the same yeah. eyes. He's got a piercing look to the eyes. Yeah, Sergeant Linus Mosk. You get a shot of Cassian Andor running through a cave tunnel with a torch of some kind, like a little light, <laughs> and then uh, a shot of an Imperial officer again. Pockets of fermenting. And uh, we get some officers that unload off of the Imperial dropship and approach a group of workers. That guy's might be Dave Filoni right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's not him. (laughs) It's really funny though. Dave just started inserting himself in like random scenes. Although the guy with the, the... the dish hat. The, those hats remind me of Embo's hat. I don't know what it is about them. The dish, dish hat. Like, what, oh, what's yeah. that gonna do it's, if something falls on your head? You're wearing a bowl. Like, <laughs> it might ricochet off. You never know. <laughs> Who's that guy in the back? He looks like a monkey. Uh, well, they had those are like an alien race that was kind of monkey inspired in Rogue One. He was the guy, he was like using the turrets on the side oh, of maybe. the, was, was it the V-Wing? Which was the name of it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. This this guy looks a little different. He's got like more of a kind of wrinkled face to him. No fur or anything like that. It's just the, the face itself is like very kind of ape-like. Uh, we get a shot of uh, what I assume is Coruscant and uh, a group of some elevators kind of sliding back and forth along this giant elevator mechanism on the, the building. One of them's descending. Deidre. There's a name there. Deidre. Deidre? Is that who says something yeah, so, in the in the shot? Yeah, so Deidre Miro. You're in my net. <laughs> uh Elevators coming down. That that shot was actually in the first teaser as well. And we got a right, new uh, quote that new quote that we got to start using on the podcast. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? <laughs> <laughs> what will they do when you catch one? 
What will you what do, will you when, do they fish you? when they fry one? <laughs> <laughs> what will you choose to eat? At my uh, our fishery. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you trailed off there. Uh, we got a shot of the uh, Lambda class shuttle coming in. Man, that's so cool. It's such a sweet looking shot. I mean, uh, we got distant. It's like nighttime shot with all the lights in the background. It looks really cool. Uh, clearly on kind of a mining-ish world. Um, it's kind of given away by the shuttle next to it, which we saw in Rogue One. And those things were uh, used yeah. for transport of the kyber crystal that they were mining on, on Jeddah City. Um, and, uh, or uh, on Jeddah on, in the Holy City. And uh, those orange containers beneath that giant black shuttle there that you can see uh, are re usually responsible for carrying that, that material. So uh, whatever that they're they could, mining on this planet, that being maybe, said, it's, maybe it's similar. They, they pick up and they drop off what is essentially cargo ship containers, right? So they could right. be hauling anything. They could be hauling anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, the emphasis on mining, though, I mean, and the connection to Rogue One, I would not be surprised if they were looking for Kyber. Like, it's definitely a possibility that they're setting up the uh, plot connection there. Uh, where we get another shot of an Imperial officer, this time with three bars of blue in front of a, a dude with two bars in gray walking down a, a very white hallway. Uh, yeah, it could be Camino. It could be, because Imperial facilities don't normally have that very white aesthetic to it. And um, we did see a very similar-looking room earlier with that guy sitting at the desk. Uh, which could be the same facility, uh, however brief it right. was. But uh, that's just my guess. We get a shot, uh, very curiously, uh, of the same officer in a very different environment with a hologram showing off uh, some sort of, some sort of uh, plaza or something, some, some mining base, it looks like. And uh, I don't know, this is just my thought, but... Maybe it's possible that they could be these characters could be planning the mining facility that they end up setting on uh, on top of Andor's planet. You know, if that's if that's the case. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good idea. All right, then. Uh, They're definitely up to building something, though. Yeah. All right, we got a another. We got a shot of Cassian Andor next to uh, a, a girl. There's uh, a line. <laughs> who looks like maybe the one that gets captured in the streets. That that could be her. And uh, then you see that's what I think the same girl who gets arrested in the streets uh, in handcuffs. And then the Imperial officer. Are you a fish or a thief? <laughs> go to the, we go to a shot of the girl again, all bloodied up, possibly being uh hit in the head by the butt of a rifle or something by an Imperial officer. And then we get a shot of someone slipping on a ring of some kind. Yeah. I'm one, I'm getting kind of bond gadgets from, from the ring. Yeah. And this is Luthen. So, and he's in a very different, you know, he's got his hair combed back. Oh, he's yeah. wearing some robes. I mean, um, yeah, I've got a feeling maybe Luthen is actually a, a, a Senator or something like that. Um, oh, maybe. 
Luthen Rail. Or is it just undercover? Yeah, Luthen Rail. There is already a Wikipedia page set up for him. And oh, he shows uh, up again in the next shot, and you're right. He does look very senator-ish. Yeah. Yeah, he's giving me major, uh, major senator vibes. Um, you know, he could be one of the people helping the early rebellion. And uh, well, I mean, you know, that's apparent seeing he's, he's you know speaking to Saw Gerrera, but. Um, well, in this scene, he's actually speaking with Mon Mothma. Right. So he's probably on Coruscant. He's a guy that I guess of many faces. Then, you know, one of those senators that we're going to see a lot, a lot more of through the course of the show, um, including Mon Mothma. Uh, there's a character named Clea that looks like she shows up. She says, "You're slipping to Luthen, who's wearing a different costume," and then you snap to the following shot where that same woman and Luthen in different attire, including Luthen's red robes that he was putting on when he slipped on that ring. He's in a very decorated room uh, with a lot of statues and and uh, relics or something. And they look like they're greeting somebody. Uh, which happens to be Mon Mothma coming through the doors of the apartment. Looks like this could be on Coruscant. Flashback to Luthen saying, I'm not slipping. And uh, we get a shot of him in his ship, which uh, looks very, very cool. Is it him? It's hard to tell who that is. It is him, yeah. The the following shot is him in the seat, yeah. Okay. That ship's pretty cool, though, seeing from the interior. I like like that cockpit a lot. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. Get a sweet shot of the turret launching out the top. And then uh, that turret fighting against a TIE bomber, it looks like, coming towards him, along with three TIE fighters. And a very cool Imperial ship. Um, Now, Bryce isn't here to kind of uh, uh, share this, but he was sending us some images from uh, from early, early Star Wars movies that uh, had been done up for, for different Imperial warships and such and uh the one of the designs looks very close to this this ship that looks like uh you know nothing ever gets thrown away now we, we've talked no. about ralph mccory quite a few times and his influence Though, over a lot of star wars and you know this just in this case i things. think that design wasn't by ralph no yeah maybe not um but i mean things just tend to stick around you know and and it's funny that uh, that a design even not by, used by Ralph McQuarrie is just is just used in such a you know it's like oh we need a new ship that does this or has that and, and it's like yeah okay cool um, I'm just kind of curious as to what it does I mean uh, uh, I remember seeing a, a weird star destroyer have... in Rebels with those spheres on it and those were able to yeah, kind of suck that's... ships out of hyperspace yeah but, it had a gravity well that's the yeah. one I was thinking about was they have they have that that star destroyer that can pull ships out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's something along those lines, or maybe this one is dishes, right? So maybe it's, they can pick up sound from like super far away or something. Yeah, I wonder. Like you could buy like those those hands, like dishes with the headphones. You can like listen to people across the street. Yeah. <laughs> but they're doing it like one planet over. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, following shot, we get uh, what looks like a speeder car pulling up, up, and away through the streets of Coruscant. 
and uh, a following shot of of that speeder, uh, or even just an aerial shot of the city in a what looks like a different district. I mean, we've never seen this kind of detail added to the buildings before. So you know, I I just assume that it's Coruscant, but uh, it could be somewhere else. Uh, it, it's possible yeah, that it could that. be even. Uh, there's a slight chance that it could even be uh, from uh, Mon Mothma's homeworld of Chandrilla. Mm. Yeah, this feels very, like, like grungy compared to what we've seen of Coruscant from the prequels. Mm-hmm. This almost feels more like New York or Chicago or something. Yeah, that building that, yeah, totally. It looks like, uh, it looks like it's giving me some Chrysler building vibes. Or, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. looks more like a scene from Batman than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, it looks, yeah, if you were to, like, totally make this, like, uh, throw a, day for night filter on that on that frame there it could almost look very gothamy you know you just yeah, remove 100%. all the flying cars and yeah it looks very gothamy almost uh so yeah i don't know it could be chandrilla i mean uh, mon mothma is going to be a key player in this show uh, as she has been for in the rebellion for so long now and it's so great to see genevieve o'reilly you know reprise the role again after being uh uh, well, playing the character in Rogue One, but but her very first Star Wars appearance was actually in Episode Three, which all of that just ended up getting cut because uh, the movie was just too long. Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, Chandrilla has been a um, in in the novels and everything. It's it's played a key part in the New Republic, and uh, being the senator of Chandrilla, um, it's possible that we might might finally see Chandrilla on screen for the first time. Uh, yeah, then then we point. get a shot of her. Have we seen Chandrilla in any of the animated series? No, I don't believe so. Just novels. Just in the yeah. novels, yeah. Okay. Uh, we get a following shot of her at the stand in the Imperial Senate. And Man, just uh, the prequel vibes. The prequel vibes, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, being the Imperial Senate now, it's just... Uh, it's almost a welcome sight because we've only ever heard of the Imperial Senate. We've never really seen a yeah. whole lot of it take place right so and then she says as long as everyone thinks i'm an irritation there's a good chance they'll miss what i'm really doing and uh yeah very interesting there's a shot of uh, a guy kind of smirking her way i guess looks like a take coma Looks like another senator. Looks like she's at a senatorial party gathering of some kind. And uh, she's sitting at the table with some some older fellow. Yeah, I think that guy's name is Tay Colma. It shows up in the next shot there. Tay Colma, the yeah. Subtitles. Right. And he says, what are you really doing? And uh, maybe she's trying to recruit other senators to her cause. And uh, we get a really cool shot of her in a living room on a giant couch with some golden doors closing in on uh, the room that she's in. Okay, sweet shot of death troopers coming into a building. I guess we're back at that sequence that we saw earlier with that officer walking through the city streets with those death troopers. And uh, a shot of an older woman crying. Um, Is that... I was wondering, is that old Mon Mothma, or is that a different? Old no, Mon? no, this is because uh, the hair is similar. This is uh, this is a different character completely. I just don't know okay. who it is. Yeah, um, 
And there's some sort of droid. Yeah, um, the uh, the red garbage can droid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this droid was actually on display uh, recently at, um, I want to say, Comic-Con. And the droid's name is B2EMOD. And I'm not entirely sure what the nickname for that droid is going to be, but that's his <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, Maybe they'll call him Trashy. Trashy? Oh, that's something Ezra would like say. <laughs> he's, he's garbage can shape. He names G-Notion's <laughs> Click Clack and right. droid's Garbagey. <laughs> garbagey. Hey, Trashy. Hey, Trash Can. Burp, burp. Bomb goes off in the streets. We can see people flying around. Witness the beginning. I think those are troopers. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, just some sort of soldiers. Never mind. And then uh, we get Clea saying, uh, "This is what revolution looks like." She's wa- if that is Clea walking down the hallway. It looks like it almost could be an airport bridge tunnel, something. And. Uh, a close-up of her looking fairly concerned at somebody as she's speaking. She actually kind of has some younger Leia vibes about her. You getting young Leia vibes about or her? Or Jin? <laughs> yeah. Just independent rebel ladies? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like her makeup and hair, the way it's done, just kind of gives me some Leia vibes. But yeah. Yeah, she does remind me of Leia in that regard. She does look a like, um, like her face shape is kind of Leia-esque. Yeah. Okay, Cassian Andor flipping a switch on a wall as an Imperial officer in some sort of base or ship or something because the following shot is this, what is it, like a, sp- a speeder of some kind with four engines on the back firing up and then following shot of that thing flying down a subway tunnel. Maybe it's a train. Yeah, some sort of underground train or something. Uh, Okay, we get a shot of him being fired at by people in a warehouse. You can't really see who's firing at him, but, you know, red blaster bolts could be stormtroopers of rebellion. They've done a really great job at de-aging him uh, or at least making him look younger because he's all shaved. Whereas in Rogue One, he's got the full beard going on. Yeah. So they've certainly yeah, lightened him up a bit. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think they just moved his skin around his beard line. So his beard isn't as full. Mm. Yeah. That looks like it. Um, and he looks like he's in some sort of old, like older house or something. I don't know. This This could be... He says, I'm tired of losing. And uh, we get a shot of some Imperial troopers or something. Uh, actually, it could be could be rebels. Again, this is a spy movie. So what we're looking at, a lot of the Imperials could actually be rebels. Uh, they're running along the bridge. It looks like a dam. And, yeah, it's uh, like some sort of dam. They're, uh, they're, they're going full Tenet style down the, down the wall of the, um, the dam. Kind of repelling into the, the distance below. And uh, we get a shot of this 
glass windowed bridge, uh, which a bunch of people in white costumes jogging inside. And, uh, it's like from the movie, the Island. Yeah. <laughs> um, you I'm know, that could be are those imperial doctors yeah it was you know that all those people in the white jumpsuits running down that hall that could be an imperial academy that we're seeing oh maybe because we see the next shot in cassian andor in a white jumpsuit as well slamming something against the wall uh and then uh, the following shot of uh, some imperial officers once again being blown up Oh, he's wearing the same suit that we see everyone wearing in the previous shot. Yeah, that's the yeah. white with the orange. That's what makes me think maybe it's uh, maybe it's Academy. I don't know. Um, okay, who's this old guy with the syringe? Um, it, doesn't he look like he might be related to uh, Maz Kanata? He does kind of yeah, with his eye implants <laughs> and uh, and the orange skin. He's got a nice set of beats on his ears. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking out and it, it looks like he's got four arms. It looks like there's a guy just standing behind him and like giving him a second pair of hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that old, like really like cheesy thing you can do. Right. Like be someone else's arms. So, um, the one thing that I think of when I see the syringe is, uh, the clone wars arc when uh, a very obscure thing we've never seen before and never seen again when Obi-Wan Kenobi uses the syringe uh, uh, in, uh, in an arc in which he turns into Racco Hardeen. Um, it's, uh, he takes the right. face of a, of a bounty hunter. Uh, the perfect utility for a spy who's trying to hide their identity is to maybe become someone else physically, you know, literally. Uh, what we're seeing here is a, a, a younger guy. It doesn't look like Cassian Andor, but... Um, Maybe it's him at a slightly older age. Who knows? Uh, being looked over by uh, a woman in blonde hair. Uh, looks like the injection is kind of going into him. And um, maybe it's supposed to change his appearance. Cool. I don't know. Maybe. I see orange hair. Is that Cal Kestis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just adrenaline. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it could be anything. But uh, I don't know. This is this is this is kind of it's getting my my double O seven jam on, right? I'm thinking about anything mm. that could be like very spy ish. That'd be cool. Yeah, if they did that instead of like like the old school uh, Mission Impossible, they wear the rubber masks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Mission Impossible with the masks. Yeah. Star Wars version of that. Uh, we get a shot of someone in very dark hair with a green jacket throwing something. Uh, looks like it could be a an explosive i think it's yeah that's what it looks like if you follow the next shot yeah it could be edited the next shot it looks like it could be the same sequence where that dude in the hoodie charges into the right shield guys looks like it could be the same place same event hmm. um following shot stormtrooper firing in the blaster and then it looks like cassian andor running in the rain down a walkway uh very got to be on that dam yeah, it could be at that damn site. It also um, could potentially be at that. I know it wasn't raining in that shot that we saw with the Lambda um, landing, but but maybe it's that same place as well. Uh, I don't really know. 
Uh, and then we get a shot of a girl with a staff over her shoulder, making her way through the through the forest. And I don't know what it is about the follow-up shot with that ship flying through the smoke trails like that, but the colors and the atmosphere and everything give me major Star Trek Beyond vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the Enterprise is like crashing in the atmosphere. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty sweet though. Like it looks like it's a giant it looks like there was a giant explosion or something because like all these these little projectiles trailing smoke are way ahead of that ship, right? And the projectiles? Uh, yeah, there's like, like there's like all these smoke trails or something. Yeah. And uh I don't know the way that they're kind of being something blew up. pulled down to the planet gravitationally. It looks like something blew, blew up. Yeah. It looks like it's traveling across the atmosphere, though. Mm-hmm. Like it, you look; it looks level, uh, like the the cloud line looks like you're looking along the horizon. Yeah, that's true. That's true as well. Yeah. Well, if those are missiles, that's a lot of missiles. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like yeah. I don't know. We've never seen missiles in Star Wars. We have proton no. torpedoes. They don't leave trails. <laughs> Following shot of the uh, the Tie Fighters shooting at what well, looks like Cassian Andor in that ship, all sweaty behind the cockpit controls, and then we get the final Star Wars Andor title card three episode premiere streaming September twenty first on Disney Plus, and that is the full trailer. Uh, what do you think it is like three episode premiere? I mean, like it was supposed to be two and then the show got delayed and, uh, now we're getting a a three episode premiere, which, uh, pretty, pretty sweet. I mean, I know these episodes are supposed to be a little longer, I think. And the season's going to be really short. It's probably going to be three hours on the first day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty cool. But, um, man, I mean, like, what do you think of that trailer? Just like as a as a whole, like I got pretty amped up about it, but um, yeah, I would say so. I don't know if it was better than the last trailer. I think they were they were both uh, like equally hype. I would say mm-hmm. they. I missed the little drummer boy at the beginning of the first one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the little drummer boy. That's, yes, that's Cassie right, and yeah. Ander for all we know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, you mean oh, you mean the older guy, the older guy doing the yeah, it's like the big clanging chunky guy. You, oh, I, yeah. the little drummer. What, what I call him? Calibrimbor. I used to call. That's a Calibrimbor. That's right. That's yeah, right. he's got the big yeah. hammers. Yeah, <laughs> he's in that tower. Right. That's right. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm st- well, I'm super stoked for this show. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, spy movies, uh, Spy Kids, Mission Impossible, <laughs> 007. <laughs> Let's hope it's more 007 and uh, uh, what's that other one? Spy Kids? Earlier. No. <laughs> and less like Spy Kids. What a more like Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> oh, gosh. If he has a skateboard with a rocket on it, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's full on Treasure Planet style. Yeah, they got to right. save it for oh, that man. one. Yeah. No, I want it to be uh, Born. That's what, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, very Jason Born. I want it to be like the yeah. Born series, where it's it's just really gritty and um, realistic, but you also kind of don't entirely know what's going on until the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, chaotic. I love the feeling, the grittiness, the uh, the dark spy kind of vibes about this show. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, it's also yeah. the first show since Mandalorian that uh, that has not been relied on for uh, the stagecraft technology. They've they they've been using massive sets for these things. And, uh, you oh, know, really? Yeah, they've talked about it like extensively in the Vanity Fair, and, and uh, it's been really, really cool to see that they've approached this from the standpoint of a theatrical movie rather than a, a small Disney Plus show. So I assume like the, the feeling that we get uh, is going to be a lot more grand, a lot more theatrical than, uh, than possibly that of, uh, of the other shows that we've seen before. Uh, because I know that there's been a few times where uh, I've mentioned that the scale of a of a certain series or or episode or whatever doesn't quite feel like it's as grand as it could be, and maybe it's hmm. just due to the smaller soundstage that that they have to use within the confines of like a dome, right? Um, right. But yeah, it's possible in, in open sure environments like this. I mean, you know, all all bets are off. Like they can make giant sets and. Uh, uh, it was about a year ago they kind of teased us with uh, the Andor sizzle reel of uh, they gave us a couple couple shots of of uh, of this these big environment sets that they made and it's actually been it's been it's been really exciting to see this this uh, mm. uh, you know people anticipate this show and uh, you know I think we're gonna get a lot of a lot of cool stuff that that happens uh, with the story so it's gonna be sweet but like part of that I think might be. Because this is spinning off of a, a movie that's already happened. They might still have set pieces around from Rogue One. Mm. Yeah, that's very so they likely. Can save, yeah. They can save time on a TV budget by recycling some of that stuff. Right. Right. Well, uh, any last minute things you want to bring up before we wrap it up here? I'm just looking forward to it. And uh, end of September can't come soon enough. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be sitting down together and, uh, of course, watching these... Uh, and uh, you know, chatting with uh, with the other members of the Escape Pod and uh, trying to make sense of all this stuff as much as possible and uh, uh, doing our normal biz. So we will catch you in the next one. We'll see you out there. Keep flying. All right, and everyone at home, thank you for tuning into the show. It's been uh, it's been quite the ride, and uh, for those of you who've been uh, sticking with us over the last couple weeks, uh, it's been a bit of a been a bit of a break on the the socials, as I mentioned uh, in uh, well, one of the tweets. If you follow our Twitter, SW Escape Podcast, and uh, our Instagram at SW Escape Podcast, you can always shoot us an email, SW Escape Podcast at gmail.com. Link to the voicemails into the in the description, and if you would like to prepare as much as possible for Andor Around the Corner. Make sure you check out our What Happened episode on Saw Gerrera, which uh, also recently just dropped. So, uh, that being said, may the Force be with you, and we'll see you in the next one. It's like-